But that's why I go to Walmart and Santee. Yeah, because they know what Santee is. Well, you know, but near, 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 near. This you know, is, you're talking about yourself. It's you like, know this podcast is global, right? No, I know. That's why I did the banjo music so everyone could understand what I'm talking about. And you know, banjo music can, means can different things. Yeah, can any of our like foreign listeners let us know <laughs> if you understand what dueling banjos means <laughs> in America? Uh, you got a pretty mouth, uh, squeal like a pig. None of those things may mean anything to other people. Deliverance? No, I mean, yeah, like, granted, you're stepping outside. All right, all right, wait a minute. Saying tea is not deliverance, sir. After 10.30 Walmart, it starts to get a little All bit All Walmarts crazy. after 10.30. Yeah, that's, yeah, where the no, that's not, that's not point, just us. Point. Thank you for listening to Comic Issues, your favorite geeky podcast full of rants, ramblings, and ravings. I'm your host of the most, Anthony Silva, along with my very funny... Andrew Blunt. The voice of reason. Derek Coldmire. And our feminine side. Elizabeth Wallace. <laughs> and uh, we we wanted to give back to uh, to our fans every day, every weekday. We have a geek question where we put out something just fun and entertaining for to just start conversation every day on the Facebook and on Twitter. And so today we're going to go through uh, a few of the the most popular ones, the ones that are really kind of thought-provoking or just a lot of fun. Go through those, give you the props that you deserve, Absolutely. and talk about our, our own personal choices for those questions. Yeah, kind of uh, thanks for listening and thanks for participating. Absolutely, yeah, absolutely. Because yeah. we do love our listeners. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the, the first question, which is probably uh, one of the more fun questions we've had in a while that uh, really kind of took off, was what magical creature, uh, you know, of, of typical fantasy or whatnot, or, you know, gaming, any of that, which one would you want to have for yourself? Do you want me to start? Here we go. We'll start reading these off. We have Roy J. He'd say he said I'd want a centaur, not as a pet though, as a buddy, a buddy who doesn't mind giving me rides wherever we're going. Oh, good call. I like that one. It's kind of like it's kind of like the, the the car you can conversate with. Yeah, there you yeah. go. It's like Herbie the Love Bug, if you will. Yeah, it's like Herbie the Love Bug. <laughs> converse. I did I say converse? You said conversate. Yeah. Oh, that's that's a word. That's a word. It is conversate. Well, All right. Well, it's, it's it is terrible. for this podcast. It's kind of a it is now. That, that's a common issues word. Yeah. You know, copyright right. comic issues. Right. And, and, I mean, I don't want to bust people's chops on this, but the centaur is not a magical creature. Yes, what it is. It, yes, it's, it's, half, it's half man, half horse. But it doesn't possess magical powers. Some of them do. It yeah. doesn't yeah. have to throw a lightning spells. bolt to be magical. I'm sorry. It's just this is the way I approach the question. Like oh. the pet should have no magic. way. No, no, no way. No. That's that's a magical you know, creature. I mean, right honestly, there. I'll give it to him. I understand that approach. It's just yeah. not the approach that I. So, so by, by your definition, that means any Pokemon is uh, essentially a magical creature. Not necessarily, because some people... I mean, look at this. Some some Pokemon have psychic powers, which, which could be considered magical. Some have shadow powers, which could be considered magical. Things like that. So, so they are magical creatures. They are magical creatures. So Pokemon are magical creatures. That's some exactly. are. Which aren't. Don't they all have some kind of thing? I thought they all had a yeah, power of power some sort. Yeah. What does Magikarp have? Uh, splash. It shoots water and shit. It shoots water? Yeah. yeah. Is it, like, inexhaustible? Assumably, yeah. Squirtle seems to oh, never need to refill. Yeah, <laughs> water blast. That's the only one I had. Yeah. What is the what, what's the one that like comes down from the trees and it's just like a half banana looking thing? <laughs> I don't know, dude. You're no the Pokemon idea. expert. You're like half banana. Well, I mean, banana. It doesn't help if you're making shit up. <laughs> it's like banana shaped. I don't know. Yeah, there's a strange tree where you're a Pokemon. Yeah. And you're like go half banana. Bananzor. Bananzor. <laughs> I'm looking at you. You're the Pokemon pro. It's photo jelly time. That's not a Pokemon. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, it is. Who else? Who else did we have? Uh, uh, we had Leland uh, for movie issues. He yep. said a mini dragon like Lockheed or a mini elephant. Think about it. Lull. Mi- mini dragons and anything and any normal animal that's small is a pull. Mini dragons yeah. are a great pull for magical beasts. That, yeah. was, that was actually the one that I had picked was a mini. Or if you ever read... Anne McCaffrey's uh, Pern series, The Fire well Lizards. Well done. Yeah. How the Fire Lizards? She reads books without pictures. Is there, I, is did, there, I did. Is there a specific dragon that you want? Because, I mean, like, from D&D terms, there's a plethora of yeah. dragons yeah. that you can choose yeah. from. No. Well, you know, I thought the the bronze dragons in Pern, the little nice. bronze mini dragons, I like them. You know, the queens seemed a little too hoity-toity, and the greens don't really have Up much of a brain. Beaches. So, yeah, exactly. So, no, the bronze, a bronze little Bron- dragon. Bronze that was, dragon. Bring me my keys when I forget them. Slightly more intelligent than your average house cat. Okay. Like, so, yeah. 
And without the cat abilities of ignoring you. and Yes, yes. <laughs> you, they can understand you when you speak, which a cat is not so good at. Yeah. So. The only bones... See, I, w- I would have chosen the copper dragon, but they, they, they're prone to playing tricks on you. Yeah, yeah. Little, I can see that, yeah. too. Yeah, and they're not quite as smart, either. So. No, they are. Oh, if I they're playing that. tricks on you, I think that's probably No, they're clever. playful. I mean, it's, it, but yeah. they can go too far. Like, like yeah. a ferret? Kind of, yeah. Oh, good God. Yeah, ferrets. I was thinking they, they were sort of ferret Think of a ferret with <laughs> actual intelligence and what it would do to you. Oh, God. Oh, I don't even I, know if I want to go there. I like to think oh. ferrets are pretty clever. They no, steal they things. I, I really find that to be endearing. We, we, uh, my friend's uh, ferret actually destroyed her uh, Furby at one time. Well, good. Yes. And it was frightening, though, because you... <laughs> and it just like, slowly died, and you're like... Peeling its face back. It was! It was, <laughs> oh, like... creepy. And I'm, like, watching it, and I'm like, this is strange. These like, frightening. <laughs> hey, guys... Remember Furbies? Yeah, you remember that? <laughs> remember that week? Oh, Jesus. Uh, that was quite the phenomenon way back then. Yeah, it was when, a big thing. Uh, Who else have we got? Uh, we had Sal M. He said a Twi'lek. They're pets on four and five planets. Ooh, good old Sal. Always like yes. to troll the questions. Absolutely. Uh, we have Jean. Uh, she said, I've wanted a Lockheed my whole life. And yeah. I think we all yeah. do. Agreeing yeah. agree yeah. with Leland. Oh, yeah. A, l- a little Lockheed dragon as a pet? That's that's kind of, you know, unbeatable. Cigar, cigar or no cigar? Huh? Lockheed with a cigar? He has cigars. Oh, I didn't know he cigar. smoked cigars. Yeah. Yes, he did. But it kind of makes him cooler, doesn't it? Yeah. Not really. I Not don't really? smoke, so yeah, I don't need that. Well, maybe it's an electronic uh, cigar. Eh, I don't know. Weird. Although a dragon I could smoke hookah with would be kind of cool. <laughs> a hookah smoking dragon? Yeah, a hookah smoking Wouldn't that be dragon? like Puff, wasn't he? Puff the magic dragon. Yeah, the <laughs> that was the pool for I think, Puff. I think I think that was uh, the caterpillar from Alice in Wonderland. Oh jeez. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Just trip balls. So uh, Andrew, what would be uh, like a magical pet that you would want? Magical pet. I actually it was kind of defaulting to Lockheed. I, a big Shadow Cat fan. I am. Yeah. But um, th- I don't know. Like it, there's kind of a lot of questions that come to mind. Uh, I did think of uh, a Griffin. I thought would be quite phenomenal. Not a magical pet. Yes, oh, yes it's magical. it is. It's, it's very magical. magical. Hey, Harry Potter had one, so and you that's know, the fuck yourself. Magical world of Harry Potter. It's not the yeah. world of Harry Potter. It's the a, wizarding world yeah, of Harry Potter. Guess what? In the magical world of Harry Potter, there were people that did not have magic. And they were called Muggles, and there was not a yeah. And they were Griffin. They weren't good as as good as as wizards. So they're there. not introducing my Griffin called uh, your Muggle. You know, this is my <laughs> Muggle Griffin. Your Muggle. <laughs> your Muggle. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I may make that a name. <laughs> Yo Muggle jokes? Oh, yeah. No. Yo Muggle t shirt. Yo Muggle's so ugly. <laughs> she can't use magic. What? What? Wait. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, definitely. I, I like the idea of having something to like fly on. You know, no, that would be that would be neat to kind of have a, a pet that you could also so, ride, kind of so, like kind of like Roy, who wants a centaur. Yeah, uh, but that's a person half. And so they have half the rights of normal people. So probably you shouldn't just ride them whenever you choose. They have wants and needs that they can True. express vocally. So like you got to think of it. The other thing I'm, I'm kind of considering too was uh, portability. I mean, if you had a little dragon that could turn into a big dragon, that would be even awesomer, and that would be magic, Mister. There, they have they have polymorph. Yeah. Okay. So is a dragon a magical creature? Yeah. Uh, is it? In D and D, dragons can cast spells. So hell yeah. Okay. So only if they can cast spells, because otherwise, no, a plain because... old dragon is not a magical creature. Yeah. Uh... Pikachu cast. That's just like shot. that's just like a gecko, right? <laughs> That's the same thing. Just a big gecko. Not it's a large, it. you know, alligator. That's it. all. No, no, not buying. Yeah, but still w- magical. Yes. So, so what? Uh, what do we subscribe to for dragons for their flight? Uh, do they contain helium inside, and they release? They have that? wings. Oh, you fly to oh they're fire. Nice one. Yeah, well, I mean, there, there are different kinds of dragons that fly in different ways. Okay, well, like a Chinese dragon doesn't have wings, but it possesses flight. That would be magical flight. That's mad. so. It doesn't just have helium and snakes around and shit. Well, if it has helium, it'd be. It would blow, blow up. up. It wouldn't be snaky like. Well, no, it could con- like contain that same sphere like or the, the cylinder type shit. There, there, there are physics involved in this, sir, and the magical flight works better. Every time I think about a Chinese dragon flying, I always say it's almost like they're swimming through the air. Exactly. It's like a snake. So my my idea was that, and this is just off the top of my head right here, is that we have like a helium section in the, and as it's dipping and diving, it's moving that helium to whatever area needs to be higher or lower. I never really thought weird. the helium thing. It was fine for flight of dragons for the most part. I never thought it worked with other really? dragons. Yeah, just yeah. they fly because they, they, they fly. Magic. They've got big ass wings. So, True. Yeah. yeah. If you got wings, you don't need helium. 
Well, yeah, but Chinese dragons. No, don't but that was my no, focus with Chinese magical. dragons. Was they're, was they're magical, so they can also have magic powers. Well, they do such as flight. They yeah. do grant wish when you know wishes when you get all the magic dragon balls. So you know, it's true. Yeah, it's true. True, true story. True. Uh, what else? What what other uh, kind of creatures, creatures? Elizabeth? What what would you want? We know we know you want definitely a, yeah. a little baby dragon. Dragons. Then I got into the whole thing with familiars. Like if you're mm-hmm. a you know magician, whatever, and having like I said, I have a cat. I like cats. They're cool. They're not always like bright enough to understand you when you talk to them. Mm. Having a cat with like super intelligence, so the concept would be of a familiar would a little be scary nice for in this. some things. Yeah. But yeah, but yeah, you know, a cat that so like cat, uh, you know, Luna this... from Sailor Moon, maybe could be, could be. Does she have British accent or none? Mm, good, probably British accent. Because that's so just your a concept cool is one, to so. take a normal animal yes. and grant it. Well, intelligence, and also if you're a magic user, it helps your magical powers yeah. or whatever. You know, but it's just yeah. You take any average pet and imagine them being smart enough to have a conversation with. That's pretty magical. That's pretty yeah. awesome. And usually, yeah. familiars in, in in every every form I can think of now, like are granted some sort of ability that is magic. Now, in uh, Harry Potter. His owl, like, delivered mail for him. Was that also his familiar? I mean, all of them yeah, had to have it? one, so is that what it was? Did they help them cast spells? Yeah, the gingers not? got the rat. Yeah, but did they help them cast spells, or did they, they just, you know, fairy things I for think in Harry Potter, it was just kind of like an accent yeah. to... Yeah. Like, that's your pet. Yeah, yeah. Not exactly. But that you were required to have one, though. Yeah. No, I, think, well, I, think, I, I don't think it was a requirement, but it was one. No, it was. It was. Well, yeah. it was. It was one of the things you had to go get one, yeah. you know? And because some of them were kind of broken, I'd call a little it a familiar. It, I mean, I, it, was, I, I, it was obviously it was better than a normal animal. Her, her but Martin didn't have one until, like, third year. No, I think she had one, but you never got to. No, it. because they, 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 in the books, it's because she's mud blood. Yeah. It's because she was hairy. Whatever. <laughs> but what, what, no, if, like, what if, if she just put it on layaway and that's when she finally paid it off? Well, that's not what happens. So. No, it could be. But she, that's not what not, happens, sir. She's not of money. Harry had a whole like bank vault full yeah. of fucking dragon In gold and shit. Yeah, true. true. Dude, she, her, her, both her parents. She was well off. Little, little Warwick Davis has got the combination to his to his fault but and shit. A good point because when he was getting ready to go to the school, they're like, "You're gonna have this, gonna this, this, this. You're gonna need to get an owl." But or not every right? student had a pet because they couldn't afford it because they came from low. So rent. if it's required, income, if it's required, then why? Because it's just called bad writing. Okay, <sighs> it's a plot. I think it's a plot. Right? Yeah, yeah, I think it's it plot. is. Anyway, well, it, it magic plot monster. Thing. Yeah, but if, if you're an animal lover and you love pets, one of the things that sometimes bugs you is you're like, I think of them as people, Why? but they're Why not really people. Why can't I speak to you and you speak back? Either that or, you know, something happens, like, I don't know, hey, cat, that loud, horrible sound you hear is the building fire alarm. Can yeah. you please get out from under the sofa so we don't burn to death? You know, and they don't get that. So if, so. I could, if I could talk to our dog and get it to understand... I would, I would be much happier. Yes. So I, yes. I have a question. Uh, two questions, actually. First yes. question is: Do we consider Scooby Doo a magical creature? Because he does speak and has this that's, sort of intelligence. That's weird. And also, how does he speak? Is it that's, brought that's, on by the magical properties? That's, of Scooby that's snacks? folding a lot of different kind of things into one. I never considered that before. Yeah. I think. I mean, I suppose that means super that intelligent. Every. Every animal that speaks would be magical. If you, would if, I mean, if you call Scooby, I just suppose that all the rest of them just did so much weed that they just <laughs> automatically, so automatically, dog dog dog. Oh, our dog talks. You know, all of them have a contact high from Shaggy. Exactly, they just <laughs> all believe that it talks. So, so your pet is a cat. Yes, that's okay. familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So your get cat, it, like you know, opens opens and closes doors as it goes in and out. And it's it can't open and close doors. It doesn't have a thumb, Derek. It can't turn it off. It can't, it can't hours. turn a knob. Yeah, no, it can't, like, grip. No, it can't turn a no, knob, but like, it'll jump up and, like, a, a handle. Except sure. in that really awesome <laughs> commercial where they all got thumbs. Which was <laughs> that, was a, that was a good commercial. That was cool. Yeah. Okay, you I, can't cast the spell. I'm just going back to that pantomime of the... <laughs> yeah. Nothing like pantomimes for an audio okay. podcast, right, guys? <laughs> and Drew's, Drew's a bad influence. See, the, the cats are not velociraptors. They, they can't open doors. <laughs> I, I've seen well, even the raptor couldn't sir. open a knob. It seen them just like had a, a handle. You know, yeah, that was the downside to velociraptors. <laughs> oh, fuck, <laughs> it's a knob. <laughs> if, if only they've got knobs instead of handles for all yeah. the doors. Jurassic Park would have been yeah. a different movie. They'd totally been, they'd totally totally been safe inside the, the complex. Jurassic Park was like, fuck. Could <laughs> 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 be a goat. <laughs> uh, you know, I was thinking... Uh, 
and I, th- I think I, I may have put it in the question, what if you had, like, a displacer beast, like, as your guard dog? You know, like, nobody's <sighs> nobody's coming to mess with your house with a displacer beast. And yeah. no one would ever, would, well, no, they might be able to hit it. But they got a 50-50 chance of, you know, really nailing it. I'm, I'm just saying, man. That you, would you, be. You put a lot of thought into this one. No, that's that's no. the displacer beast. That's yeah. a displacer beast, 50-50. System, you know? <laughs> All the non-D&D kids, you know, yeah, they, they're, they're not getting the full effect of this joke. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, you know what would be an owl bear? That would be fun. Wow, that would yeah. be kind of. Yeah, yeah, good luck controlling that thing. Yeah, yeah, bears are pretty tough. In a, in a perfect in a perfect world, like <laughs> it's like Winnie Winnie the Pooh of owl bears. So it gets, I get it gets stuck no, in no, holes. No, here we go. I get owl and Winnie the Pooh and mesh them? and magically mesh them together, and I have an owl bear. It's an adorable oh, an owl bear. It is both adorable and wise. Was Owl really wise though? Wasn't he, he? He just seemed kind of annoying half the time. He, he was up. He, he knew a lot. He and was uppity. He, up he <laughs> wanted everyone to know how much he knew. Kind of like the rabbit. The rabbit was uppity. Yeah. Rabbit was. He was kind of mean. Well, then he has Pooh Bear showing up and like eating all his shit. All yeah, the but time. see, but see now Pooh Bear would be smart because he's got the wisdom of Owl. So then Rabbit would never know. <laughs> but the thing is, is I mean, this could go horribly wrong. He could, you know, Pooh Bear, um. Pooh Bear's, com- you know, impulses may still all be there. He's just smart enough to be more elaborate. Oh, well, wait, he wait. stops getting his fat ass stuck in the tree. Like, yeah, instead he gets away with things now. Yeah, now he's finally getting some honey. It's this, not like he was stealing no, things. No, but this is the question, though. Who left an IOU? So what did Owl eat, though? Because Owls eat, like, like small Rats. mice. Yeah. yeah. But now he's bigger because he's like a bear size, so he's gonna eat a lot more food. That sounds dire like, rats. That sounds like humans right there, my friend. <laughs> nope, sounds like dire rats. I don't know. That's an even better. Maybe you have a pet owl that's gonna take can be sustained the on the diet of honey now. He's a honey drizzled dire rats. Okay, delicious. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in this case, you know, he, they just eat the entire hive. now. You know what? I never thought. I never thought of that aspect. Like we fought owl beasts or, or um, owl bears in uh, in some D and D campaigns. Like I guess when they kill you, they eat you and then throw up your, your bones, bones. Yeah. <laughs> in a little <laughs> pellet. Yep. Yeah. For, for for probably well, like a for big like, pellet. Yeah, for like frost giant children to dissect in third grade. Yeah, <laughs> they're like they're on a camp experience thing. That's owl scat. <laughs> Word scat. Yay! Oh, no, it's, that's that's where I went. I'm like, how am I going to defend my home <laughs> with a fucking displacer beast and an owl bear? Owl bear. So that you're pulling owl bear, you're going to have an owl bear. Nah, why not? I mean, like, well, obviously, baby dragon, awesome. Yes, uh, familiars. I'd like to know what my cats are saying. You know, like, just Your cat would be rad familiar. Oh, oh my God. Where's, where's my leg? Where'd it go? Anthony, Anthony, there's something really wrong in here. I'm scratching myself <laughs> with an invisible leg. He ever says. He's like, um, two words. Peg leg. Yeah. yeah. Why have you not got me a peg leg? I know. I love pirates. I'm just saying. Right, let's, let's explain. For anyone who doesn't know, I have two cats who are both missing the same hind leg. I have two three-legged cats. Now, now everyone's in. Um, it would it would be interesting, but uh, but no, like we we kind of covered other bases. I wanted to figure out, you know, what's a good magical animal to defend my home with without kind of being, you know, too insane. Too insane. Yeah, owl bear does not. not. I think that, I think that kind of pushed the limit. Okay. I, but I think I think I, I sneak in underneath. He, he I raise it. Push the limit. I yeah. raise it from a little egg that was live birthed. Uh, and then, you know... Fought the mother to death. Fought the mother to death. Well, <laughs> she was weak from birth, so yeah. it wasn't that hard. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I, I coup de gras her. No, she I'm died I'm honestly from, a rogue. She died from other causes, and you rescued the baby. That's oh, there you go. Sounds good. Yeah. Yes. I, okay, there we go, yeah. I found a live birth... Uh, so a good line. Yeah, uh, owlberry. So we're going Game of Thrones. You just, yes. You're walking past the bridge, and like, what's that? Oh, that's an owlbear, Mom, and it has owlbear eggs. I have no idea what you're oh, talking about. Oh, that's right. You don't watch Game of Thrones. So. Nope. nope. <sighs> you will. You I couldn't will. hang in there. I couldn't no. hang in there. Maybe someday. One day. It'll be a phenomenal day, and the world will be one. We are the world. When all are one? Yes. Yeah. 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 Bringing in the Transformers. So, yeah. so Derek, you're, you're a magical creature that is really magical and not, not magical. That has magical powers, yes. apparently, because it can't just be a, a, you know, a griffin, you know, a, a lion-eagle, you know, hybrid. It has to have some kind of... What were we thinking? What? 
Aslan. That is the perfect magical creature. It's Jesus Lion. Water to wine. Jesus Lion. Yeah, I was about to say. Liam there's Neeson, so many things like, I wouldn't feel comfortable having Aslan. There's, there's a lot of inappropriate like, jokes that just keep going <laughs> yeah. through my like. Uh, no, you know what? Fuck. Um, Aslan. He'd be pretty powerful. He would be. He would be. I have a hard time really discrediting that. He's a magical creature. He's a, he's he's a talking. Uh, one, one thing I want to point out though, like Aslan is not your pet. You're his pet. Uh, no, it's, it's really what happens. I think I think you can be his friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not like, looking well, for no, you know actually, what actually, is Roy. Oh, You're yeah, like, actually, this yeah, is my I, boy. I think uh, yeah, I, I agree. That's that's kind of what Roy was saying. Okay, he understands his centaur is not a pet, but he would like him for a taxi. Aslan is not a pet, oh, no, but a companion. Yeah. Yeah. Companion, that, that's uh, the word, yeah. But that would be pretty badass, wouldn't it? Yeah, absolutely. That would be interesting. No? Mm-hmm. But then, like, you just kind of just keep having all these theological debates with him. He, he doesn't have thumbs. I guess he can defend your home. Yeah, um, roar whenever he wants to, you know. No, I don't want him roaring whenever he wants to. Well, you know, d- defending, that's one of his defenses. Yeah, 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 he can, he can defend. He can part water that way. And he can come back from the death. If he gets ran over by, by a car, a you know. a big fucking car. And <laughs> <laughs> so semi-truck, Optimus yeah. Prime, if you will, runs over Aslan accidentally. Accidentally, yeah. yeah. He can come back from the dead, like Optimus Prime also did. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Way to bring it around. So the wait, circle. is Optimus yeah. Prime like Jesus? I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, if you, I'm sure. I'm sure you can make the debate. I turn water into Energon. They, they <laughs> I think, I think they did that. Well, a hydro dam they turned into Energon. That's true. That's that's close. That's very close. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could make a wow. lot of uh, the gospel according to Optimus Prime. Oh, huh. <laughs> I'd read that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Cybertronian Testament. Mm. Yes. What's your magical creature? I I, I would want. We change um, it off. I would want an elemental. So peanut butter is an elemental. That's just stupid. <laughs> peanut butter golem. <gasps> Not an elemental. No, but you know, I, we had to do something with peanut butter since we brought it up. Yes. Uh, so what what element? Which element? Uh, I'm leaning towards earth because an air elemental can't really grant you flight. They would just put you in a tornado and. Dizzy. Although it may be able to clean your room up better. It may be able to clean your room up better. And I, I, I'm leaning more towards Earth. I think you know, there's a lot more. Yeah, you but then that's that. going to make everything dirty. Yes. So what? I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm just saying. Got to think of the consequences. All right, is fire better? <laughs> no. It burns no. Down, it burns down your it's house. not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Water definitely water damage. Soggy. Yeah. yeah. All your yeah. wood is rotted. Yeah, the plant one would probably be pretty okay. Well, we're, I'm, I'm focusing more on the four. The yeah. Four yeah, yeah. Like the, the D and D element. Plant one would be part of Earth. Okay. It's got plants growing in it. It's, it's mud, yeah. rock, and plants. It's a swamp thing, yeah, that's right? what I'm leaning. It's just like, I mean. Seriously, isn't Swamp Thing an Earth Elemental? Yeah, yeah, he is. He really is. No, it's just like, I mean, I mean, can be it can always be near you. You know, unless you're flying. But on you a plane. have all that rock. Even noise. still, you can be like, you know, on your shoulder, in your bag. You got you to keep hearing him complaining about his hands. They look like strong hands. <laughs> that's something completely different. I don't know. <laughs> that's polo, think, dude. Well, yeah, that's okay. Nice. Can we take it back and go with Falcor? Because that would be great. Oh, my God. Oh, oh my God. He's, yeah. oh. he's the air dragon. Nice. Yeah, he's a dragon. A he's a luck dragon. dragon. <laughs> oh. Yeah, good one. That yeah, no, great. that would be a good one. Falcor yeah. would be pretty bad. No, it's funny. Scare the shit out of kids. I'm doing, a, I'm doing a, um, a movie trailer for my video class right now. That's, that's my movie. Oh really? Uh, yes. Any story? Yeah, Can it's you... due at the end of this week. Are you are you gonna re-edit it to like be a horror or a comedy? No, or... she wanted us to do that. But if I had the unedited, like the full version, director's cut version, I might be able to do that. But uh, I only have the standard, and there's not a lot of extraneous footage. That you well, depending on how long you had to make it. I mean, there's a lot of kind of horror stuff you could pull yeah, out. Yeah, horror of that. elements. Just it's just I don't know. I don't have to get the right feel. Certainly, even just getting the poor horse getting sucked into the mud. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty horrific. Yeah. You know what? I always forget that horse's name. There it is, our text. Um, Stupid horse! <laughs> that's. I mean, I just had a vision of Roy like trying to move his centaur. <laughs> his centaur stuck in the bog. Stupid horse! He's like, dude, I have feelings. Don't let the sadness overtake you! I'm trying not to be sad, but you're fucking with me. You're man. being really mean to me. Yeah. You get off my back, maybe I'm I can get off the mud. You're not helping. You're not helping. <laughs> Damn it, Roy. 
Poor Roy is a dog. Stuck in the bog. Yeah. The bog of eternal stench. <laughs> oh, that was went somewhere else. Oh, we jumped around right there. Yeah, yeah we, we, did. Did. Yeah, we did. did. Is David Bowie a magical creature? Yes. He's just magical in general. Yeah. Yeah. Codpiece and all. Codpiece and all. <laughs> so, uh, so definitely, definitely solid. We got some good ideas. Uh, any, any kind of magical creature you'd want to kind of have a pet for any reason, I think we've hit some of the major bases right there. Uh, another question that we put out uh, that uh, was just kind of fun in general. Who's your favorite Superman villain? Superman definitely has uh, one of the uh, most notable gallery of, of, of villains. You know, obviously Lex Luthor being the most recognizable, the one uh, worstly portrayed in all of his movies. I'm just saying, Gene Hackman was yeah, not he, he's not weird. the choice. Yeah. And uh, uh, and all he wanted to do was like land those. Whole... Yeah, those Superman movies are just a mess. Always about you know real estate. Even in Superman Returns. Oh, and don't forget about uh, Richard Pryor showing up. And I like to not think about Richard Pryor showing up. <laughs> I love Richard Pryor. I do but too. He did but not belong in the Superman. That was the weirdest thing ever. I was like, yeah. "Wait, Richard Pryor's in this one?" I'm I'm glad we got Zod coming up in the next one. <laughs> Neil before Zod. Neil before Zod. Hell yeah! Superman two is a good movie. I want that T-shirt still. The I Zod T-shirt. <laughs> I could deal without it. <laughs> it's just like Zod jamming out with an eye earbuds in. I'm just I could like, I That's... could deal without it. Uh, but we had some good answers from. Uh, yeah, actually, I, Jean, Jean, uh, I really agree with her. She said Lobo, smiley face, they should make a movie out of him. Uh, Lobo would be a good uh, kind of villain. I'm not sure if he could be the main villain for, like, a Superman movie, but, you know, Lobo's definitely a good... Uh... Well, they the, the one I always go to is the Lobo from the uh, Adventures of Superman, the animated series. I really like that episode, <laughs> especially where he goes, he's like sitting there and he's uh, flirting with Lois Lane and he's like, come on, lay one on me. And like Superman just comes flying over no- out of nowhere, just, <laughs> uh, Steen, uh Stephen Henry, he said, I love Bizarro. It may be goofy, but I like him for some reasons. But I really oh, Steve. With me go Steve, by true. Bizarro rules, he actually says he hates Bizarro. So I hate uh, Bizarro. I mean, if you really want to just push that button, yes, whatever. Uh, Bizarro is a really fun character who I would l- love to see, see more of. I can't wait to see him in the new 52. I'm hoping uh, that they really just kind of just bring him over. And Batzaro too. Like, I love Batzaro. Batzaro. Batzaro is a lot of fun. Uh, we had Wasteland Trinkets and Oddities. Uh, Mr. Mixelplick. Say that three times fast. And that, I think that's a really great pull. Mi- yeah. Mixelplick, uh, a lot of fun in the cartoon series, a lot of fun in comic books. Like he is, He's one of those characters that really has it over Superman, but just doesn't have really all the malicious intent that some of the but other villains do. But he is do. kind of the kazoo of the Superman world, so... I don't think... I never thought of him as the kazoo. You know what reference I'm making? Yeah, the Flintstones, Kazoo. He is Kazoo. He's not Kazoo. Yeah, he comes in there and just, like, fucks with shit. I mean, yeah, but Kazoo always, like, was trying. He always had, like, these poor, good intentions. Mixoplick just wants to kind of play jokes. He's kind of like Loki Light. Loki Light. That's, that's, that's a, a good one. Yeah. yeah. That's a, good a light one. Loki. Micro Loki. Loki Light. Loki like Loki like just because they're both small and float and play tricks doesn't make them the same. I, I don't know. That, that's always what I felt though. Like you had all because you had the the bat variety. They had the Batman version. Batmite. Batmite, and then those yeah. there are other ones as well. Can we forget about Batman? They they may have yeah, Batmite. Uh, I don't know. Batmite has a place, but I much would rather see Mixelplick uh, going around. Yeah, before well, he was Batmite. he was the original, I guess. Yeah, he he was. Batmite is just kind of a uh, the Batman version. Well, of... yeah, it's the same like Crypto and Ace the Bat Hound. It's you know kind of just the same. Yeah. So how how about everyone else though? What's uh, your Superman heroes or villains? They landed on it. Bizarro, yay. Lex, yay. Zod, yay. I, I still like Metallo though. That's a Metallo is another really good one. Yeah. Uh, you know, because he's kind of got the Kryptonite built in, so. Uh, it is all of the uh, weakness that you need, the vulnerability in Superman that you need without, you know, being too gimmicky. Yeah, or yeah, because I was going to say, like, you, you say that and I thought Doomsday, but I just never really cared for Doomsday as a, as a creature. Doomsday is good, but I think kind of... Overplayed is... Yeah. Like, he was kind of that... He, he was kind of a one-trick pony that now everyone goes to, because he is... The first one to really kill Superman. Mm-hmm. 
Sorry, I'm fixating on what you just said. The first one to really kill. Yeah, I mean, the death Should've of Superman. Well, the death of the... You can't, you can't. Honestly, Doomsday is my pick, because, I mean, I, I don't like the Superman character. I wanted him to stay dead. Um, it's it's never going to happen. I know, I know. Yeah. But, I mean, Doomsday is my pick because of that. You know, it's like, you know, kudos, you killed him. You shake your hand. Good job. Yeah. Now he just kills the rest of the world. Yeah. yeah. But uh, Darkseid, though, that's uh, that's another... Uh, I think, you know what, yeah, Darkseid, maybe, maybe Darkseid's my favorite. Yeah, I did like uh, what they did with the uh, Superman, Batman, uh, Apocalypse movie with Darkseid. Yeah. Uh, I'm a big fan of the patient intelligence, uh, the, the well-thought-out villains in Darkseid. Like, Apocalypse is my favorite X-Men villain, so kind of the equal would be Darkseid. Yes, uh, same color style. World. Yeah, some, some similarities there. Oh, look, here's the palette. Yeah, exactly. Darkseid's definitely uh, a good pull. Yeah, because the opposite colors of Darkseid is Thanos, so... Because <laughs> they, they they always look similar to me. I'm like, wow, that's that's the Marvel eh. dark side. I mean, if, if if you don't know either one very well, I could see how like, yeah. oh, purple, big, it's the same thing, really. Yeah, just different colors. Yeah, look whatever. At chins. Yeah, <laughs> same type of chins too. I mean, the, the the problem, one of the problems with uh, you know Superman, I suppose, and really, it's a thing that uh, is kind of a staple in superheroes. Uh, and Superman really, I mean, he used to be at least the epitome of you don't kill. You do everything you can to yeah. save the life, no matter how, you know, quote-unquote evil they are. It's kind of uh, interesting because uh, the book that really touched base on that for me was Kingdom Come. Uh, you had Superman versus Magog. Yeah. You know, Magog was willing to kill. Yeah. It killed the Joker, actually, so. Yeah. Well, uh, After so many years of Joker being, yeah, you know. Joker killing everybody else, you know, yeah. like, where's, where's the line? Um, in fact, we're going to get to kind of see, uh, you know, the this exact kind of issue come up in the next DC animated movie, Superman versus the Elite, where this new group of quote-unquote heroes comes in and they have, you know, a much different perspective on justice. They're, you know, willing to, you know, get mean, you know, and yeah. really get the final results. So we put up uh, on uh, on the Facebook and Twitter... There's a fine line between heroes and villains. Usually the line is at killing. But is it ever okay for a hero to kill? So uh, we had we had some, you know, well-thought-out answers from, from Yeah, everybody. these are actually paragraphs. Yeah, so go, so go ahead and read, right. read one. So Jeremy, uh, he said, yes, if more heroes killed the villains, the world would be a safer place. All other thinking is foolishness. How many innocent people have to be injured or killed because a villain breaks out of prison and commits more crimes? And that's a really a very solid point. Uh, essentially, in the justice system we have now, you know, if you kill, you know, anywhere from one person with enough, uh, you know, uh, predetermined thought, uh, we'll, we kill you for it, you know? So, heroes, you know, is it really... Uh, the best thing to just continually put them back into, you know, these prisons they keep breaking out of. All right, so Michael says, yes, that would make them an anti-hero. Their motive, no, actually, that's a, that's a good point. I mean, that is what an anti-hero yeah. is. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of the... Their, uh, their meta- motives are fundamentally moral, but they are willing to do what must be done to achieve them. It's one of these things that makes uh, heroes such as Wolverine, Punisher, Moon Knight, Rorschach so interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he, he rattled off a bunch of characters who have been around uh, a long time and who are, you know, kind of iconic. You know, like, everybody loves Wolverine well, because... These, yeah, these are the staple badass kind yeah, of... Yeah, these are the badasses yeah. of comics. Yep. Uh, Sal says, killing isn't a big deal as Batman and Superman make it out to be. The only reason they don't kill is because they're smart, powerful enough to afford to leave people alive. Yes, if you can survive everything that you can th- uh, that can throw at you, you still put them behind bars each time. You can leave them alive. If you are outclassed by them and can't handle the threat they pose, you will have to kill them eventually. More than anything, the tone of the world dictates the answers. In a comic, it's feasible to leave people alive. Reality is different. No, it's true. Um, in re- in reality, it, it is a, a little different. We have, uh, essentially, we're speaking to the luxury of being able to write the stories as we choose. Right. And, and, uh, I I mean, I suppose at this point, we've written the story uh, so conveniently so many times 
that the Joker has repeatedly, uh, you know, escaped Arkham. Uh, you know, the, the the Green Goblin has killed a lot of people and, you know, keeps coming back for more. Uh, so at the same time as it seems to make sense that at some point, you know, when is enough enough? The other end is what makes Superman, Batman, Spider-Man, what makes these heroes kind of the shining stars of, of morality and of human potential is that they never resort to killing, you know, well, which, which is the flaw and the merit of, of their character. Well, especially because it, it's actually because of their powers and everything, it would be easier for them to kill. They could oh, kill absolutely. somebody. Superman could, could, oh, could yeah. easily kill. Kill somebody. Yeah, Superman could kill somebody and get away with it. I'm sure he could figure out a way to make sure nobody ever knew that it happened, but they choose not to, even though it would be, you know, much more tempting for them than the average human being who'd have a hard time doing it, who'd have a hard time getting away with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think Sal brought up um, the point, you know, it's like I think a lot of people focus this question towards comic books only and not bringing it into reality. I think Sal focused on the reality of it, you know, where, you know, very few human beings have the luxury to possess so much power and ability to control that kind of, you know, those, you know, those real life situations that, you know, you would end up being in. This is why we have SWAT teams and things like that. You know, one individual really can't do this. Um, But if you had one individual with the power to, to always kind of uh, outsmart. And that's the point. Like, you know, it, you know, only people and only, you know, individuals with, that possess the means yeah. To, you know, outsmart, outthink, outclass right, these well, criminals can get away with not killing them. So 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 let me put let me put it into a kind of realistic uh, example. Let's say we had, you know, a, a person who could have uh, pulled out uh, Osama bin Laden and, you know, just pluck him out of his fortress. He had the ability to to do this without killing him let's say we had a superman and he was able to do that and then we thus put lee thus put him into prison because obviously that's what we would do Mm -hmm. one would we would we as a people uh put him to death because the comics don't really necessarily seem to have a death penalty let's look at this like uh let's compare osama bin laden to saddam hussein saddam hussein we captured yeah and he was put to death yeah. We have Osama bin Laden, who we just SWAT teamed, you know, or SEAL team, actually. Was the, yeah, who did that. SEAL teamed him. Yeah. SEAL team six. Yeah, that, and it's, it's the question at hand is, because, uh, you know, one of the, the, the things that was always brought up, like, say, like, you caught, you know, Osama bin Laden, and you put him, say, like, in a prison of some sort. Yeah. yeah. You know, that basically means that prison is now a target that everyone's going to try to get him out and get him free. Or you, get in there and kill him. Yeah. You know. Or if you kill him, you then you make him a martyr. So it's kind of like... There's, there's a lot of different facets that, uh, you know, kind of come up when you kind of mix the two. Like, the, the all the ability to take the worst people in the world and put them into uh, a, a cage. That's a, I guess that's why you... Alcatraz. Yeah, I guess, that, I guess that's why you build uh, Arkham and whatnot. Well, no, I was just going to say, bringing it back to slightly less of a real world and more of the comic book world, that's... I always figured the reason why they don't tend to have, like, Superman go out, you know, yes, he could kill people, and in some cases, maybe he'd be taking somebody out, but you have to figure, Superman isn't actually human. It's from another planet, and he must have a real hard time relating to humanity as is, when he has to think of them as being, you know, real people, but he's so much more powerful. Once it's a slippery slope. Once he starts killing yeah. people, yeah. how far would he go? I mean, he starts distancing himself more and more. A Superman who doesn't really look at humans as people starts to get extremely dangerous. And how? Yeah. And so if, he must have to fight against that. All if, the time. if if he ever had that struggle of realizing his power over normal people, oh, yeah. now, I don't think uh, the the typical Superman character ever has that problem because he was raised human. Exactly, and that's you know? the whole. That's the reason why Superman would never kill. But then let's take other, let's well, take other superheroes. Let's take other people with powers that make them more than human. Once you start deciding that death is going to be the solution to whatever yeah. problem that you got, um, where do you stop? Actually, I think a, uh, an example. Um, 
would be Sinestro, although not pertaining to Earth or yeah. humans. Wonderful. He is a, a, a villain who sees himself and understands his power above you know, normal other races right. and thusly imposes his control on those other races because he feels he knows better. It's the right. same thing. Uh, Superman, if he felt uh, he wanted to control, you know, uh, a nation, he essentially, you know, probably could. could do it, yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah. There's and, been, there's and, been stories that have touched on things like that. And that's what separates the heroes from the yeah. villains. The heroes I not think taking that final solution. Not to be too cliche, but, you know, the, 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 the law that Spider-Man lives by with great power comes great responsibility is uh, really, you know, kind of a catch-all for, for all the heroes. They have all this power above that of normal people. Yeah. Thusly, they have the responsibility to go past what's easy. And it's easy to yes. kill the Joker. It's yeah. easy yeah. to kill Green Goblin. It's his responsibility being more than that to bring them to justice instead. Uh, I suppose, I suppose super villains... Arguments can be, can be made to define exactly what that justice is, though. No, true. And, and, and that's kind of where, where I'm rolling into is, um, are these villains not put to death by the, uh, the justice system because a lot of them are considered crazy? Yeah. You know, like, well, that's definitely the Batman world angle. Like all his villains go to Arkham Asylum, which isn't yeah, necessarily a prison so much as it is crazy. Yeah, but is Green Green Goblin is crazy? Yeah, he's crazy. Know? Uh, you know, even even <clears throat> as far down the totem pole, Rhino kind of crazy. You well, know, you look even to like I know you brought up Sinestro, but I mean he's a real fine example of kind of you know, like he was going to be put to death. Yeah. You know, and then there's that the solution to that because I mean, again, it's you know, he, like he, what he did and what he's done. It's it's a fascinating thing because he's a he's a criminal and somebody that you almost can relate to in the sense that he understands what he's doing. He feels that fear is a better way of ruling than yeah. you know, like um, Sinestro. He he doesn't want to just go out and kill people. No, he genuinely thinks his way. Is the, the best way. It's the safest. It's going, yeah, it's it's going to create order. Mm-hmm. You know, like he is just trying to be a ruler in the same way like Saddam was trying to be a ruler. He was trying to have order in his country. Uh, it's just that that order was very, you know, again, it was imposing. Mm-hmm. It was very uh, restrictive oh, of uh, civil rights, black, which we hold black dear. Adam. I mean, that's another, uh, a person, the same type of yeah. scenario. I mean, he, like, like I don't know how many people read the 52, but it was the same type of thing where he had his own uh, country, and he didn't want, you know, any of the superheroes to come into his country. Mm-hmm. He would execute, you know, what he felt was justice by executing. Yeah. But that <clears throat> is that right, and that's the, that's the kind of the question, because... Like imposing that type of thing on people that just feels um it's wrong it's it's wrong. It's, it's, it's inherently wrong to uh restrict anyone else's civil rights exactly you know, and that's kind of how at least uh western civilization uh can create a villain is a villain is anyone who uh you know restricts somebody's civil rights mm-hmm. um but but do you would do you start do, looking at the civil rights of Villains and who considers them a villain and who's making that call. I mean, have yeah. there been storylines where the good guy, the hero, wanted to take this person out, but mm-hmm. everybody else is like, no, no, we have to, you know, the law, and that's why they ended up in prison, and the the hero really wanted to take that final solution. Well, that's a big punisher. Like society. Yeah, that's know? a big punisher plot. You know, it's yeah, like, yeah, it sounds like a war to me. <laughs> No, I mean, is the punisher right in killing mob bosses? Well, that, I mean, that. that you know, Punisher's thing is the ends justify the means. Like, yes. for him, it's, you know, yeah, I mean, for him, it's like, you know, this person is a criminal. He's a killer. Yeah. So he justifies his actions by saying, I saved unknown amount of lives by taking this guy out. Yeah. You know, and as far as he's concerned, yes, someone may rise and take his place. I'll take him out, yeah, too. Yeah, take him out, too. Yeah, so. But, you know, uh, the, the other end of the Punisher is, you know, characters like Spider-Man who believe... In reform, mm-hmm. you know, like he, he could kill Green Goblin, but he would rather see Green Goblin reform first. Mm-hmm. You know, he he doesn't want to kill him, and 
you know, maybe even he would even make uh, the the argument for reform over the death sentence, you know, in 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 a court, in, you know, when with with Norman Osborne or whichever Green Goblin you choose, yeah. <laughs> if he had to stand in court, and you know, he he may plead, you know, for reform before killing because that's. That's his belief. That's Superman's belief. That's even Batman's belief, who yeah. is kind of like the the, the middle between uh, altruistic superhero and you know vengeful antihero. Mm-hmm. Batman kind of splits the difference on those. Where do you suppose Doctor Who fits in all this? Because he has killed before, but he sure fight. He tries to do yeah, everything he, tries he can. Like crazy no, he will absolutely do it. And but then they always show that when he does start killing. It's kind of hard for him to stop. Well, because, because yeah, like he has that that history. He has he's been uh, uh, someone who has killed. He's he was a soldier. Yeah, you know. So there's still soldier mentality in yeah. him. Uh, but no, let's, but he let's, fights let's, against it. He let, let's fight. let's spin outside of comic books uh, just to kind of cover more ground. Sure. Uh, Doctor Who is another character who always values life mm-hmm. over anything else, even for. Uh, any any villains, the master, he didn't want the master to die. He oh, wanted yeah. to save him, you know, and and again go for reform before just final punishment. Though in the case of the master, I always figured that was because he yeah, he was the last, the last of the timelines, yeah, I mean, and this is yeah. But also, still, at the also same on time, top of that, he, he didn't knew want how to be alone. he knew how evil the master was, how many people he'd killed and lives destroyed yeah. and everything, but, but he, he still didn't want to kill him. The things I mean, even the do- even the doctor had his bias and his bigotry. I mean, yeah, you know, well, the Daleks, you know, he would granted, like, yeah, wipe them out. Yeah, you know, yeah. he was always kind of you know ready to kill all Daleks. Um, but he was kind of horrified when he. Was there a story where he realized that he had at some point destroyed them, and he kind of thought he's like genocide? I'm just you know, it yeah. Doesn't, it doesn't matter what it is. Doesn't matter how dangerous they were. Do you want to be responsible for genocide? Yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, just they're just thinking about that, like you're genociding a, a genocider. You know, just true. Like, yeah, is it? But does it? it does justify? the ends justify the means? Mm-hmm. There, you might argue that and, they and, would. And even even if it's the right thing to do, like I think the Daleks are a good example. They're a race, like genetically well, uh, determined. Well, yeah, and and also the Borg. Yeah, you know, we'll, we'll throw them into the same boat. They're they're a race uh, who are built for uh, destruction and consumption. Now, if you destroyed them, you are committing genocide. Genocide is always thought of as this very evil thing to do. But in those situations, even if you're killing an evil race, you are still committing genocide. Yeah. Well, it's just, it's just, you know, it's just a bad thing happening to innately evil Granted, creatures. But, but, but you, it doesn't, but you are, you are a person who prides themselves on being good. Mm-hmm. So, well, you can go with the Jordy approach and, and how he kind of upset the Borg a little bit. You, you give him individual names. He named who. Yeah. You know, and that just fucked the whole Borg system up. Because yeah, but the Daleks managed to give themselves names too, and that didn't really seem to help matters very much. So, so, sorry, so the Jordy approach sorry. wouldn't work in that one. No. Yeah, but I mean, when 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 he took the one Borg out and yeah. individualized it, it really fucked with him. Mm-hmm. You know, and and really caused him a lot of conflict. Well, that's Some the other thing would... too, in, in relation to the Borg. Like, I mean, in the sense of you know the gen- you know destroying the Borg, Picard was assimilated and taken out and reformed, if yeah. you will. Yeah. You know, and, you know, I mean, this Geordi situation, you know, it. so it's it was proven that, you know, creatures and races could be assimilated into the Borg and taken yeah. out. And, and not only that, but take it take it from the Borg sense standpoint, when they have, like, killed an entire race and they've assimilated that race into their things, that means you could bring that race back to life. Exactly. In, 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 in theory. So then you have to ask yourself, you're always like, killing should always be the last resort. Always the last resort. Well, what is the last resort? Well, there are always nuances. Well, when I do mean, you get to the last yes, resort? Yes, and how do you what, know? What was the resort just before the last? Oh, right, right, exactly. Um, and yeah, so, you know, Picard became Borg, became, you know, yes. back to normal. Uh, there are other Borg who have broken off from the collective and became, you know, just independent and non-threatening. So there always seems to be the possibility for reform. Which is the argument against killing villains, is that there's always the possibility of reform. Right. Mm-hmm. As as bleak as it seems, you know, going back to, like, the Joker, it seems like, you know, how could the Joker ever be reformed? The, 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 the very thought is because he's human. 
or because he's alive, because he is an individual, because he has a mind that there's always the possibility of reform. And that's why that that's why Batman doesn't kill the Joker. That's why Superman doesn't kill, uh, you know, Lex Luthor or any other of his many, uh, you know, really evil villains is because they are a sentient creature and thusly they have whatever small possibility they always believe there is a possibility of reform which then supersedes well, any not form, reason to kill them. Know, it, it, in, even if the belief is not reformation, it's a matter of you know, that person experiencing a it, form of punishment for what they've done. And it could be also be just a, just a respect for life. Yeah, I mean, the, the, these, these characters who do not kill have respect for life to the utmost. Mm-hmm. My thing was, I thought even those characters, I don't, yeah, I, I think if they're a hero, they shouldn't kill. They should do everything that they can. But even those characters, if it was, if it's a premeditated type of death, I don't really agree with it. It's like, I'm going to kill this person to make sure they don't kill yeah. anybody else. I never, I was never comfortable with that. But there are situations, you know, they have a gun to this person's head, and the only thing I can do is kill them so they don't kill this innocent yeah, person. Yeah, if you're, if you're like, that goes to, well, to what Sal was talking yeah. about in regards to, you know, if you, you know, if, if the threat that's posed is... Yeah. Something that is just beyond you. You yeah. have to. If that's and yeah. that's that's you like don't a last. Possess the power or skill. It's a last and, resort, yeah, but it's a that, spur of the moment last yeah. resort. And that's the thing, like you know, that's your last resort. You know, sometimes the situation defines right. your right. choices. Right. So, and sometimes those choices are one or two things. You yeah. know, sometimes it's like the difference between a death in battle or an execution. You know? And yeah. the other thing too is like a lot of time. I mean, you don't have time like we are now to. Way options. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. You have a split yeah. second. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. you know what? I mean, you, you, I mean that's just gut instinct. You have to do what you feel is right. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, honestly, a lot of your, you know, a lot of your anti-heroes, you know, end up doing, you know, end up choosing that one side. And you can kind of point fingers and you know, shame, shame. But you weren't in that situation, you know. Yeah. It's kind of like you know, you know, you 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 know, try and punish that person. But yeah, it's easier to make uh, comments from the outside. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Yeah. 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 Monday Monday morning quarterback. Um, <laughs> I made another sports reference, guys. Wow, <laughs> he's so proud of himself. Um, no, I know, I, I know sports. It's just this <laughs> yeah. isn't the podcast to be doing it. Uh, but no, I want I want to roll around to uh, Punisher because he does premeditatedly yeah. kill yeah. people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I'm in a position where it's either me or, or them. them you know? No, he puts them in a position yeah. where like, he, yeah, they're just screwed. Joker catches Batman and puts him into a death trap. It's either kill Joker or die. You know, like, one, Batman always finds a way. Superman always finds a way. But Punisher is very specific that he plans, and as an assassin would kill, you know, hired to kill anybody else. Like, Bullseye would kill anybody else... Punisher does the same thing, but instead kills a villain of some level. Between mob boss or supervillain, Punisher plans, premeditates, mm-hmm. and and does his best to try and execute these other villains. Is is it acceptable? Well, I mean, honestly, I mean, Punisher is one of these few characters that, you know, because Punisher stories really focus on this, like the grittiness of this character. Yeah, yeah. Whereas characters like Wolverine, like, you know, his kind of killing is kind of Lost over Wolverine, most of the time. Wolverine is kind of anti-hero light in yeah. that yeah. you know yeah. he's always trying to be noble. He has like the samurai code that mm-hmm. he upholds. Well, uh, yeah, you look at the the Avengers vs X Men right now. I mean, he's trying to yeah. kill Hope. You know, to try. He's to save not trying her. to kill her. Like, well, he. That, that's, it's that's it's the kind goal. of a, it's kind of gray. He will do it. Yeah. Oh yeah. He will do it if he has to, and that's and that's kind of like I guess. Maybe Wolverine is what we would kind of hope for, is that uh, he will first try to preserve life, but he is not against taking life. Yeah. Right? yeah. You know? So, I mean, Punisher's kind of that, you know, in, I mean, my point in this is Punisher's still around. Yeah. You know, so his following is, I mean, there's very few characters that are like Punisher that, you know, have stayed around yeah. and are as popular. So, well, I mean, like, he's kind of that staple. Yeah, for yeah, that yeah. gritty, premeditated, aggressive, you know, yeah. anti-hero. Different strokes. Um, you know, some people don't like the 
the ultimately altruistic Superman who is just so good. He's Boy the Scout. pinnacle. Yeah, yeah. and yeah. it's just, I mean... Uh, in Unrelatable is the what dr- And that's yeah. the thing, like, it's, it's not realistic, it's, you know, no one can be Superman, whereas... Granted, people granted. People can... You know, and and that's that's definitely why some people don't like Superman. I think that's one of the reasons why uh, Darren's not a big Superman fan. Yeah. It's just that he's unrelatable to a lot of people. And yeah, personally, he is kind of unrelatable. Uh, I'll read a Superman story because I enjoy reading a story about a character who is so pure. Like it's 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 an unachievable goal to be as good and as perfect as right. Superman yeah. is. Right. But you know Superman. what? It's not bad to strive to yeah. to that goal. I read Superman books that um have him relate with other other heroes. Um I mean I I, I read Superman when you know, almost every time whenever Batman's involved because Yeah. The, it makes Batman dynamic. look that much cooler because yeah. he can handle <laughs> Superman. Yeah. You know, so I mean Plus well, the yeah. two of them fighting against each other is it's cool. just so yes, rad. Yeah. Yeah, 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 because they, that's the truth. Like Batman, and, like, that's the perfect balance is the Batman and the Superman. I mean, yeah. You have the ultra super good and you have the more grittier kind of thing. That's why I liked how they, they caught that balance in yeah. the Trinity book really well. Yeah, I they thought. bounce yeah. each other out. Yeah. And then you, you throw Wonder Woman in there and you have the Absolutely, ultimate. Absolutely, yeah. So, and, I mean, and I, and the only thing I really do like about the Superman story and the dynamic between those two characters is Superman really relies on Batman because he's gone rogue a few times. And you know, you know, he he really depends. You know, it, it's kind of in you know, it eases his mind knowing that Batman's there because at least the world has they are each a other's counterbalance. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's you know, it, it, yeah, and that's the thing. Like Superman yeah. knows he's there if Batman gets out of line too. So it's it, it is a trade off. Their yeah. dynamic is the only thing I really enjoy about Superman. Mm. And and understandable. I mean. There, there's a reason why why the two characters have been written to be so kind of close to each other mm-hmm. uh, is because you know they are I don't want to call them the yin and yang of each other because they're they don't go no. so extreme but they do complement each other mm-hmm. yeah. yeah if yeah. if you do kind of keep it to this purely kind of good side you know Superman is good good and Batman is pretty good. Because I don't think either of them would ever have anything to do with Punisher if they could get away. Yeah, have okay. They, have so, they ever had? No. no. So, so Superman is. I don't think so. They probably have, honestly. But. That's yeah. I was about to say, have they ever done a story where they met up? But I, they, Punisher would think that they weren't trying hard enough, and they would think, well, you've gone way too far. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think they would. I think all of them would think the same thing. You know, like you know, I think they would think that Punisher's taking the easy way out. Yeah. 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 You know. Yeah. I mean, there's there's a lot of Marvel heroes that are just against Punisher because he doesn't give opportunity for reform. He just goes in and kills. Out, yeah. yeah, yeah, and <clears throat> well, he's like a Judge Dredd, a Judge Dredd character. Yeah. And he just kind of yeah, but Judge Dredd had the law behind him. Well, yeah, but his I mean, the whole point behind Judge Dredd is he is the law. I mean, it's the same concept in my mind. You know, Punisher just you know assesses you, decides whether or not. He you finds know, his good. next target. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, but then you you look at it from a like they just say like if he was a villain, mm-hmm. I mean he, he same motif. You know, he's, he's exactly if he was a villain, he'd be bullseye. Yeah, I mean, that's exactly. kind well, of the thing. Is honestly like too many. I, I think many heroes could see him as a villain. Yeah, no, I absolutely. mean there's there's a lot yeah. of there's a lot of heroes who don't like Punisher because he because he kills and they see him as a villain. You he's know, an now, assassin. Did you do yeah, ever really. see the uh, the Punisher from The Tick? What his reform was? <laughs> he became a photographer. Yes. <laughs> like Punisher a, for The Tick? Yeah, there was a the Punisher in The Tick. Like there was oh, a Punisher S character. Yeah, and he became a wedding photographer later on as his reform. Like, oh, jeez. <laughs> he's like, I got you. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a good eye. Yeah, he, does. he definitely that's has true. a good eye. Yeah, no, that's yeah. true. That's true. Wide angle lens. <laughs> uh, so, so in the end. It's 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 tough to say. I do see everyone's point, uh, you know, from from Facebook. Uh, it seemed to be kind of overwhelmingly, like yes, heroes should kill because the ends justify the means. Personally, um, I do kind of fall on the side of of reform before you know corporal punishment. I, like I that. think it breaks down into the exact thing we said: uh, when you kill, you become an anti-hero. 
And if you, if the question asks, if I think it's that easy. Well, no, but the the question is if a hero can kill, and no, yeah. a hero can't kill because if a hero kills, he becomes an anti-hero. Anytime but, you take a life, it's going to change you, so yeah. it would make you a new completely yeah. different person. But like an anti-hero is still mostly considered a hero. He's not a villain. No, absolutely. But I'm just saying from the strict thing. But you're I, also like you make it seem like uh, anti-heroism is like next to villainy. No, 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 not at all. There's, there's a, there's a very big difference between the yeah, two. Yeah. But I'm saying for like Batman and Superman, I, I, I don't want them to ever kill. The thing so. is, I mean, arguments can be made that, you know, if for, I mean, for Batman and Superman, that you know, actions that they have done have led to, you know, people dying inadvertently. People yeah, die because thing. of like, their actions, and that, that just creates a good area. story. Yeah, because that's the conflict. Right. Yeah, so like I'm saying, like it has to be an intentional thing. Like, like let's take the Con Air approach. We all remember when uh, Nicolas Cage got thrown into jail because he, you know, he hit the one dude in the nose and it killed him. Right. You know, it, did he intentionally try to kill the guy? Did we have to call this the Con Air approach? I I want the Con Air approach on this. I mean, you just so, wanted to mention Con Air. Well, I love the movie, but no, I'm taking it from a Superman. Like, hey, Superman in that position. If Superman had killed somebody, like he knew, like I'm going to throw this. You're saying like inadvertently. Yeah. Like, because you're saying, like, he inadvertent, like, so, like, say, like, he hurt somebody and inadvertently that led to somebody's death. I mean, he didn't know that was going to happen. But if he punched somebody in the face and knew with his superpowers See, or See, I was thinking more towards, you know, more, more something a little more loose. And, you know, it's like, like you know, someone punching someone and then eventually dying, that's pretty straightforward. Well, no, you know? I'm saying, like, he, he knows this next blow is going to kill somebody. Are you talking about he threw a building at a bad guy? And exactly. And bystanders? Got it, got it. So there's a difference between accidental killing. Yeah, that and that's what I'm getting anybody. at. Yeah, you know, it's like, whereas, you know, su- you know if, if it comes out to where, like, oh, Superman hit, you know, hit my son, and two days later he died. It's pretty straightforward. You know, Superman, you know, I mean, the, the press gets all over that. Superman killed somebody. Superman punched somebody. You know, it's like... You're talking about collateral dead. damage. Yeah. yeah. Mm. What... Drew said it's easy to sort of sit from the sidelines and say, exactly. oh, I don't. But I think the situation could come up where they could kill, but I don't believe in the execution approach. I think once you start doing that, you become less than human. You yeah. don't see people as human beings anymore. So now, from an administrator, not necessarily, I don't know how you would call it, but like, you know, the side of corporal punishment where you've been, you know, on trial, it has yeah. been assessed, you're put to death. Like, yeah. You don't agree with that at all? No, uh, that, that's going into the real world, and I do think in some cases... Oh, so you're, you're separating But it, this. it makes me uncomfortable, though. But I think, I mean, Ted Bundy, oh my God. Yeah. I mean, the guy needed to be killed, but at the same time, it sort of feels weird. It's like when uh, Osama bin Laden was killed, there were, I think, and this is like a lot of people probably felt this, you were relieved that he was dead, but you didn't really want to be happy that he was killed. I don't know if I'm saying that the right no, way. No, actually, seems, I yeah, I, I agree, and, and, and not to get, you know, overly into that topic. No. Like, yes, he was killed. Um, uh, uh, a real villain died that day, but the celebration of his exact, death... Exactly, that that's, celebration, that's the Yeah, that right seemed there. a little yeah. inhuman. Yeah. And so, I, it's, yeah, in the real world, that kind of thing makes me uncomfortable, but I think it happens, it has its place. So, in comics, I'm sure... It does as well, but you don't have to be comfortable about it. I think like, that's what makes you relate to human beings. The, 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 I think the, it's different if, and this may be taking a little bit more to, you know, like, if you had a father, a son, a brother, a daughter, absolutely. a mother yeah. that was killed because of his actions, you may think differently. No, yeah, granted. Yeah. If you had a yeah. personal connection mm-hmm. uh, to uh, a, a murderer, they murdered somebody close to so you, could want mm-hmm. retribution or absolutely. revenge. Um, but is that justice? Is it is it justice? Um, but at the end of the day, if they say no, yeah, it is. It is from easy the sidelines. Yeah. yeah. But at the end of the day, if that person is killed, it seems inhuman and inappropriate to throw a party. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Like at the end of the day, it's still it's still a life. Yeah. Um, I think what the I think essentially the the, the safety net for villains. In comic books and in stories where, you know, it seems obvious, like, the Joker should be put to death, is that they're considered insane. And not that, uh, you know, uh, insane people aren't killed in real life, but uh, the, 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 the mental capacity to understand what they're doing is a factor. Um, I mean, Texas has put to death someone who was um, mentally handicapped. But for the most part, 
it's kind of the line, the last line of, you know, if if it's fitting to kill somebody or not, I think it could be said that that's why the Joker and Two-Face and Green Goblin and so many other villains uh, once actually captured aren't just put to death for their crimes. It's because they are considered clinically insane. Right. Um, I, I mean... I think we do need the, 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 the Superman and the Batman and Spider-Man and Captain America. I think we do need those characters to be so altruistic, to be so noble, to thus also counterbalance the Punishers and, you know, the, the, the Wolverines to an extent. Uh, even the Deadpools, who, mm, anti-hero, yeah. uh, oh, kind of has noble intentions. <clears throat> he bounces back around. Uh, but to keep the light... Uh, to keep the light there, to keep the darkness from essentially creeping over and enveloping everything. I feel it's kind of like uh, the killing should never be something that's the first answer. It shouldn't ever oh, yeah. be easy. It should be something that is... It should always be a struggle. Yeah, it should the, always, the last resort. And the, should, more, the more power you have, the bigger struggle it's going to be. You should always exactly. think about it before you should do it. And you should always kind of suffer the consequences of killing, even if you killed... You know, you a, mo- a mass yeah. murderer. You, yeah, yeah, you need to understand you took a life as well. Because, and the one thing to say, you know, you're talking about light and then dark. I mean, this is kind of like darks, darkness's game. Like, not the character darkness, but just the overall, you know, like, yeah, they want you to be, it, the darkness wants you They want you to, be, you to accept the darkness. Yeah, to become comfortable with killing because then yeah. it's just a, an easy flip. Yeah. You know, from there. So, I mean, we definitely need it. If it's not, you know, if Superman's not your character because you just can't believe, you know, uh, in in everything that yeah, he does and, and not... Well, you, but Batman doesn't kill either. I know. Pick, pick your hero. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, there, there, are, there are a lot of heroes. And essentially, you know, especially uh, at this point, um, we have so many options... That there's a, there's a character that'll fit into every little inch of the color spectrum between, uh, you know, white light and pitches black, um, you know, there there's always uh, you know somebody that you could read and and enjoy, and that's that's what's awesome about, you know, fiction, just in general, fiction right now, hmm. is that there there is something for everyone. And so if uh, if this podcast is something for you, be sure that you're following us and liking us on all the sh- social medias. Be sure that uh, if you have uh, any comments, be sure to send them to us. We're really interested in what you have to say. You can go back to these uh, geek questions uh, in our timeline. Uh, you can also keep an eye on our website, www.comic-issues.com, where I find the, the best geek question of the last week, and I post it for anyone who does not happen to be following us, and you can comment there. Be sure to uh, subscribe to this podcast if you haven't already, and that way you never miss a comic issues, you never miss a, a movie issues, you, and you help the podcast, you know, reach more people by rating and commenting. The, the point is, is that this is a community, and we'd like everyone to participate. Absolutely, this podcast, especially, we wanted you to know that we do read your comments. You know, we we give as much feedback as possible, and we want you to uh to comment so then you can be a part of the podcast we want everyone who comments to know that they are as much uh, a part of what we do as you know the, the the single voices that we have and that we return and put out into the world you mean the world to us yeah you make our days absolutely and we couldn't do this without you indeed absolutely so uh until next week i'm anthony silva andrew glenn fair coma Elizabeth Wallace. Mm. Good weekend. Yes.